You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, Ryan Nancy, and with me, my co-host, as always, the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, how are you doing today, bud? I'm doing great. Uh, this card is looking great. We just got out of Royal Rumble, which was oh also a great God. show. We're on the road to WrestleMania, baby. We're on the. We did it. We got off the off ramp. It was such We're a long off ramp. We're headed down at full speed. That off ramp lasted forever. <laughs> that off ramp was nine miles long. It did. It. But here we are. We made it. We made it to the, mm-hmm. the road to WrestleMania, and now we're 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 driving this road straight through, full foot down on the gas. Let's do it. Straight to Tampa, Florida, for Pirate WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> for pirate, pirate Wrestle- for res- wrestlemania on the open seas and by pirate wrestlemania i mean that's how people are gonna watch it <laughs> that's how you should watch it but uh but, but uh, don't do that uh that, <laughs> legally i feel like we or just get it that. or you can get or you can get wrestlemania for free for your first month of signing up for wwe network and after that only 9.99 oh very nice 9.99 wwe network Anyways, I don't know. I don't know what this is divulged into. But Mikey, how you doing, buddy? Uh, we're coming off of our Royal Rumble episode. We're coming off of a, a big show premiere on this network um, from yeah. you. So it, is, it feels like you know we're we're getting back. We're doing. We're, we got another round of stockpiling episodes. So uh, I'm interested to see uh, how much brain cells we lose in an upcoming episodes. Um, so, yeah, Probably I think these are all lot. things to look forward to. But what are you looking forward to the most, Mikey? I'm looking forward to booking some awesome cards is what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to to WrestleMania. I'm looking forward to Elimination Chamber. I'm looking forward to just making the best cards we possibly can up until then. Now, coming out of Royal Rumble, we – or I guess, you know, way before the Royal Rumble. Maybe, like, this was, like, week one or two or three or whatever it was of our off-road to Royal Rumble, off-ramp to Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. We had like some lines in the sand, not lines in the sand, some poles in the field, some flags okay. in the field. Yep. About where we wanted to go for Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania. Uh, it feels like after Royal Rumble that all of those flags are gone. <laughs> right? Like, it, 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 like I don't, 
it feels like all of them are disappeared. Like we have all we're, we're on all, all new road that we were not expecting, or at least I feel that way. I don't know if you feel that way at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. We've 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 we we've gotten to our javelins, and instead of being able to grab them, they have launched themselves further away. Yes, they're they are they have disappeared and reappeared a million miles away at WrestleMania. <laughs> And it's terrifying. You know, uh, I was not expecting, coming out of Royal Rumble, uh, that Daniel Bryan would be our new WWE champion. Let alone Kofi Kingston being injured for 18 weeks. (laughs) That's rough. Um, You know, I was just, you know, I was expecting some other 100... I was not expecting us to at all win the Royal Rumble, let alone Ember Moon winning it. You know? uh, Yeah. Big things happened big things happening was not expecting it if you want to check out that royal rumble pay-per-view special everybody i would highly recommend you do uh lots of big things happen in the episode great episode i should say um so go check that out as well before we continue because obviously spoilers uh i should probably should have said spoilers before i spoiled it uh but then, you know hindsight's 2020 uh <laughs> just like this year so let's 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 keep a move on mikey you know what let's Let's get into the first show on this, on this, you know, we're on another off-ramp, I guess, to Elimination Chamber. No, no more off-ramps. By uh, mistake, sir. We're on mile... Road to WrestleMania we're... with one truck with one truck stop at Elimination Chamber. That's fair. We're at mile marker one, uh, and then <laughs> we're really, really diving have, into this road We have theme. the Elimination Chamber rest stop, and then it's back on the road to WrestleMania. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, mile marker one, Mikey. We have this episode, action-packed episode, already planned out for all of y'all. So mm-hmm. let's get into it, Mikey. Let's start off with the show opener. Yeah. All right. So we got Kofi Kingston announcing his injury and how he got hurt at the Royal Rumble, and he he's he's said he's so so sorry he got hurt, so sorry he lost the title and let everybody down, and then the new day come out and try to cheer him up and lift him up. And celebrate how awesome his title reign was. And that's our show opener. Yeah. It, how, you know, there was a lot of people upset in the real world about how Kofi lost his title. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a historic reign, right? Um, and, that, and that historic reign definitely transferred over into our universe as well. And I feel like it's only proper for us to give it the proper send-off. Um, that it rightfully deserves, honestly. Kofi Kingston, first ever uh, African-American WB champion. So, you know, definitely deserving of a send-off, especially with his boys, Big E and Xavier Woods coming out. Yeah. Get the whole crowd hyped and pumped. You know, we're we're excited. You know, and Kofi's out. He's out for 18 weeks. We won't see him until May. So it's, you know, let's have Kofi come out and at the very least, you know, you know, celebrate one last time before we don't see him for a long while. Yeah. Well, let's keep a move on. Uh, on that happy slash bittersweet moment, let's keep moving into Roman Reigns. He's back. He's ready. He's ready, baby. Off of that Royal Rumble loss, I guess. <laughs> Versus uh, Mustafa Ali. Uh, Mustafa Ali was slightly injured uh, in a big, back, not backstage brawl, but a big ring brawl. Uh, last week he was able he, not he was uh, he was slightly uh, missed the Royal Rumble because of that injury. So yeah. luckily, you know, he's coming back. We're gonna have a one-on-one match against Roman Reigns. So big opportunity for Mustafa Ali. However, Roman Reigns is going to win this match. He is going to pin Mustafa Ali one, two, three. But after the match, 
Drew McIntyre uh, attacks Roman Reigns. Drew McIntyre upset that Roman Reigns eliminated him in the Royal Rumble. It looks like there's possibly a new target for Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. Mikey, how do you feel about McIntyre and Roman? I like McIntyre Roman. Um, the feud wasn't done so good in the real world, but I'm sure our McIntyre Roman feud could be done much better. Um, and I, I, I would love to see what kind of trophy McIntyre takes from Roman if he does end up getting the victory over Roman if this feud does go uh, longer. So what would I mean? What in your eyes? What's the trophy of Roman Reigns? The bulletproof vest. I was thinking the exact same thing, brother. The vest with the big RR on it. <laughs> I was thinking the wait is that what that symbol is an RR have you not Roman Reigns his look his look it looks like a the one that looks like a little spider it's RR back to back it is Ryan hold on I'm looking it up <laughs> hold on Ryan. it is yes Ryan what I mean I guess it I sure I guess what do you mean you guess doesn't really look like an R. I mean, my name is Ryan. I write R's all the time. Okay, okay. Put 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 your put your finger over one half of it. Okay. Uh, over the left half of it. What letter does it look like to you? Am I am I covering up the spike in the middle? No, don't cover up the spike in the middle. Cover up the just like the left half. Oh, like, yeah, it looks like an R. And now cover up the other way. It looks like a backwards R, right? <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I want to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I I had no literally one hundred percent had no clue. It's Rome. It's Roman Reigns. I get. I know what his name is, but I had no clue that honestly, I had no idea that that was an R and R. Stupid. I guess I'm the dumb one. I guess I don't know. It's a dumb logo. Roman Reigns. It's a good logo. I agree. I agree though that uh, Roman Reigns's trophy is obviously that bulletproof vest. Yeah, uh, that he's been wearing since his shield days. Oh my god. Or um maybe maybe his his maybe not that, but maybe his glove, his Superman glove. And Superman punch glove. Or or we just have a hair versus hair it, match. It, it, it does the one one point five times damage if he wears the glove. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking, what if we just did a hair versus hair match? Incredible. <laughs> that would be insane. Does he just does is the trophy just a can of dog food? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Let's keep moving along. Mikey, what's coming up next? Yeah. I'm, I'm really next. excited what's coming up next. Up next, we have the OC coming out with all those championship belts, bragging about how they're taking over the division and how they're just wrapped in gold. AJ's got the Intercontinental. OC got the tag belts. They are just glittering. Mm-hmm. Miz comes to storm the ring and says that AJ is even is lucky he even has that title. If it wasn't for Sheamus, I would be the Intercontinental Champion right now, and you know it. AJ responds by holding up the mic like he's going to say something, but instead just kicks Miz in the gut, and the OCs start beating the Miz down. But who comes to make the save? John Morrison. John Morrison and the Miz fight back and take down the OC. That's right, baby. Miz and Morrison reunion is taking place SmackDown live. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Miz and Styles have Intercontinental stuff, so I think a win over the OC, over the tag team. Also, Mikey, keep in mind, though, these are the tag team champions. So we're going to say the win over the tag team champions? Yeah, I think, I think, it's, I think it's fine. Okay, 
Okay. We, we can we can spiral this off into a feud for sure. You're the tag team head writer, so um, I think it's okay. Yeah, I, I, I yeah I have I've told you this. I have ideas. About I put where... them on the map as a threat. You know. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I have ideas. They are former champions, of course. Exactly. Um, I have ideas about where to go with the whole Intercontinental title picture. Um, and I think, you know, keeping the Miz, getting the Miz to get the victory, Miz and Morrison to get the victory, sustains that a little better. Should I ask who's pinning, who's getting the pinfall here? You know, is it Miz pinning somebody or is it John Morrison? I think let's give John Morrison the spotlight. It's his first match back on SmackDown. Let's go ahead and get a pin. Okay. Maybe we'll have him pin Carl. Sounds good to me. Shouts out. Ah, yes. Wrestling, where John pins Carl. Mm. You know, wrestling's very boring when you just say people's first names. First names, yeah. Uh, John and Carl have a match tonight. Ah, uh, we have... We... Against Luke and... John, John and Mike have a have a match against Luke and Carl. Ah, uh, the classic wrestlers. I mean, because there's some people, like Roman versus Mustafa. It's like, okay, I, okay, those are people. But then you get Mike and John versus Luke and Carl, or or you get or you get uh, Dan versus Keith. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Dan versus Keith, classic, classic. Um, but let's let's keep moving along, Mikey. Uh, next up, of course, after this matchup, I think during the match, we see Sheamus watching it backstage. Yeah, backstage at a perpendicular angle to the television of course and so back after the match we get an interview with Sheamus uh he sort of asked like uh you know what's what's your next move you've been gunning for the Intercontinental title picture but have not been get, able to get it and you interfered in the matchup at Royal Rumble between Miz and AJ Styles so what's next for Sheamus uh and Sheamus you know he's here to cause chaos essentially that um he's here he's like I deserve that title, I deserve the Intercontinental ch- title. It is the only title that has eluded me my entire career, and that is the only reason I have healed my body to the point where I can return and win the Intercontinental Championship. So I will not rest until that title is around my waist. Ooh. So gauntlet thrown, I guess you could say, um, from Sheamus to, I guess, AJ Styles and slightly The Miz as well. Um, so I, I'm, whew, I would not want to be on his bedside. No, absolutely not. But I would like to be on his bedside if you catch my drift, Mikey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where, where's this podcast devolved into? <laughs> what are we, what are we devolved? Who knows, man? God. Who knows? Dang. God, we're the best. Um, I'm I'm honestly afraid because we're gonna do like some stockpiling of episodes re- coming up. I'm afraid, and we're we're already spiraling. <laughs> this what episode, with, what's gonna happen with our next few episodes? This is episode one of a seven episode stockpile. <laughs> what are we gonna? And we're already just spiraling out of control. God. This is gonna be. I can't wait to like just start talking like Danhausen. Um. <laughs> Just, or just start losing my mind, and I'm just gonna go and crazy, go crazy, and we're gonna become Bray Wyatt. That well, sorry, I'll, I'll become broken. Can we, when will this podcast become broken or woken like Matt Hardy? <laughs> broken books, death. Hit the broken books. Uh, like that's what I'm the talking book, about. The books have ripped. 
<laughs> the books have ripped is the worst podcast thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Let's keep it moving before I lose yeah. my goddamn gourd. Uh, and next up, we have a tag team match. That tag team match is the Empresses of the Night taking on the Iconics. Of course, Empress of the Night, Asuka and Ember Moon. Ember Moon being the 2020 Royal Rumble winner. Taking on Peyton Royce, Billy Kay of the Iconics. Embers of the Night, Mikey, will be getting the victory with uh, Ember Moon. All right, all right. Ember Moon getting a pinfall over Billy Kay. Nice. Nice. I like that. We, we, had them, we had them kind of feuding before Rumble. It fell off for a little while. I'm glad we're bringing it back. Yeah, bringing it quickly back, getting Ember Moon to be more in the spotlight, you know. She does have a title match at WrestleMania. So just showing off that maybe she does have the chops. You know, maybe she, mm-hmm. I mean, she survived. She came in at number eight in the Royal Rumble. So she survived from number eight to number 30 and to able to win the whole thing. Um, hey, we did a good job this year not making number 30 win like last year. We <laughs> mean both number 30s like last year? <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing we did wrong last year, I feel like, was just like, why do we have number 30s, 30s both win? <laughs> We wanted a big surprise, and it's like, why do we do that? Well, I guess the problem was that like we wanted, we had Ronda Rousey come at number thirty. We should have done her early or something. Yeah, but it also but it's fine. It also fine. always we, feels we, like we redeemed ourselves. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, okay, well, yeah. Um, Ember Moon wins the Royal Rumble. She also wins this tag match uh, with obviously the help of Oscar, her tag team member. Um, yeah, let's keep it moving, Mikey. Uh, I'm excited to see where the women's division's going. Obviously, I'm excited because I'm biased, and I'm taking over the women's division this turnaround. So, um, I do have the Elimination Chamber match already prepped, but I'm not going to announce it until next week. Okay. All right. But, uh, it's a doozy. I'm looking at it now. It's a doozy. (laughs) All right. Next up, we have a backstage segment with the Pure there celebrating Brian's win at Royal Rumble in the most pure way. I, w- I want to know what that means. Can you elaborate on that? I want to think, I, I like to imagine that it involves wine in some capacity. Are they just having like, are they just like backstage, like in like some weird undisclosed location, all sitting around like a table with like a steak dinner, just clinking glasses of wine. Like, Oh yes. What a wonderful win you've gotten today, Brian. What a wonderful win. Congratulations on being the new champion. I don't think they're, like, that fancy. Like, I don't think we're talking white gloves. But I do think they're, like... I think the pure are more, like, sit by the bonfire and... Not bonfire. No, maybe bonfire. Sit sit by the backstage bonfire. Yeah, sit by the backstage bonfire and, like, um, and like drink some brandy. They have it, like, on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Gulak turns on the the fire fuel <laughs> <Click>. log. <laughs> they're just all sitting in like nice chairs. Yeah, I like to imagine no bear, like no bearskin rug, of course, because Brian's there. Yeah, I like to imagine that they're like you know they're outdoors or no. I think Brian would have a bearskin rug. He's he's he fe- would not have. A, he's a vegan. He feuded with a bear. He absolutely would not have a bearskin rug. I love the idea, though, that he fe- if we had a bearskin rug, that's a callback to when he was feuding a bear, and he wanted to wrestle a bear. And then he has the bearskin rug, and it's just like, oh, dang, I think Dana Bryan won. <laughs> oh, man. I like them just chilling, like, around, just chilling in the back, just like, like the, like, 
I don't know, maybe like Drew Gulak busts out like an old bottle. Of, like you said, Drew Gulak busts out like an old bottle of whiskey. He's like, I've been saving this for a special occasion. Yeah, I think they're they're classy guys, but they're not like fancy guys. Like they're rugged, yeah. they're rugged outdoorsmen, classy men. You know, they have glasses of whiskey and brandy or whatever, and then you know they're enjoying themselves. But yeah. Mikey, what happens? How does this get ruined? It's WWE. People can have things happen for too long because something's got to happen. <laughs> no one can have anything good in their life. Uh, we have Velveteen Dream and Keith Lee walk in on their celebration, and uh, things get a little rough. They start spouting words back and forth, and then we end up getting a tag team match out of it. Yeah, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know exactly what they say. <laughs> I know. I, to reveal the curtain a little bit, Mikey, I don't really know what they're gonna say and know what sparks it. I just think Dream and Keith Lee need to like get involved in the show a little bit more. Okay. What it, what it, what? Let's talk about it. Like, what would they do? What would Dream and Keith Lee? What are the, what what do they have issue with with the peer? Dream would absolutely walk up to one of them, take one of their glasses, and just drink it. Nice, nice. And then probably like spit it back into the cup and say it's gross or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like that. I I like the. I think like I'm trying to look. Let me look at. Let me. Oh, it's not. I already erased it. Um. Like, so obviously, uh, the reason I also like Dream and Keith Lee is that they both have past history of the pure, uh, especially mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream. So I just like the idea of Velveteen Dream being like, somebody's got the title, and I want it. And it looks like, and it looks like someone forgot about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody forgets about the Dream. And then Keith Lee's like, I'm also here. <laughs> <laughs> I support this notion. I support this notion because I'm a positive guy and like to help out my friends. Um, yeah, but they—they basically we're setting up a tag team match: the Pure versus Velveteen Dream and Keith Lee for the main event tonight. Also, I think you know this Velveteen Dream Keith Lee could be like one of them, or maybe both of them could be like a cool little intermediate title feud with Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Depending okay, what the yeah, hell, I like that. Depending what the hell we're doing for our men's elimination chamber. Yeah, I definitely like that. All right. Well, what else happens? What's happening next down this card? Next down this card, we have One Nation versus the Street Profits in a tag team match. And during the Street Profits entrance, One Nation attacks them from behind, just Whoa. absolutely beats beats them up and throws them in the ring. Enough enough for them to recover. The match starts, but One Nation ends up winning this match because of the beat the the prior beatdown. Street Profits never got back to 100%. One Nation ends up taking down the Street Profits. Holy crap. One Nation. I love that. One Nation attacking Street Profits during their entrance. I love that so much, Mikey. I I I was like I, it was going to be a straight-up match, and then while you were talking earlier, pitching one of your ideas, I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. What if this happened? It's, it's a great idea. I like it. It's, it also protects the Street Profits a little bit um, because they, they weren't at 100% during the match, so their loss is kind of like a little bit mm-hmm. lessened. You know, like the blow is a little bit lessened. Yeah, One Nation definitely have to get the uh, heel heat here. Exactly. You know, protect the Street Profits. One thing I also noticed... They're, they're interrupting the Street Profits party is one of the best ways to get heel heat. That's fair. Uh, one thing I noticed, Mikey, is that all four of our champions currently, Brian, Baszler, Styles, and the OC, 
Uh, all heels. Damn. WrestleMania. We're all we're all prepped for WrestleMania, baby. Oh yeah, we're, we're getting those storylines going. We have some big returns planned for Elimination Chamber. Uh, we got big returns all over the gosh dang gourd. I mean, the last <laughs> the last episode of SmackDown before WrestleMania, I think, is the return of Scott Dawson. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, so I don't know what you'll you have you could have in store for that, but also here's a slight pitch. Okay. What if I was thinking a little bit down the line, one nation uh-huh, under God tries tries to recruit someone. I'm thinking Evil Uno. God there. No. <laughs> How did you know? I'm thinking the guy who just can't seem to get that big victory. The guy who just keeps getting fed to everyone else. Mustafa Ali. Oh. He hasn't had a big win in a while. He's been a little bit overlooked. He's just been getting thrown at Roman, getting thrown at people. Hmm. Interesting. I'm thinking I'm thinking he's a prime target here for One Nation. Oh, One Nation. I to join their to join their ranks. I like that. The recruitment angle of One Nation trying to recruit Mustafa Ali, but Mustafa Ali, will his light waver or will his light stay true? Yes, that that made sense. Sorry, I just started laughing because I was drinking from the wrong can of energy drink that was on my table. What do you mean wrong can of energy drink? How many cans of there's energy two, drink? There's two cans here, and I picked the one that was empty. <laughs> you had a 50-50 shot and failed. And I fucked it up. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I like, I like, I like the. We we can we can start having we can start having one nation put like the seeds of doubt in Mustafa and start being like, hey, come join us. We won't we won't forget about you. You can win with us. You could be a cha- you could be a winner on our side. That's interesting. Very interesting. I'll... Look at us. We we were forgotten about. We've we've we're we're we got three wins in a row so far. That is true. I'm interested. I'm interested to see what you do with this angle, Mikey. Uh, I definitely my stamp of approval is in there, uh, but I like it. Um, let's keep moving along. Uh, next up, we got a segment backstage segment with a sit down interview with Shayna Baszler. You know, Baszler is asked, you know, after uh, defeating three other women at the Royal Rumble uh, and with uh, the Elimination Chamber coming up, how you know how does she think she's going to be able to get the victory there? Uh, and Baszler says she's going to win how she always does. Uh, and that is by dominating the competition exactly dominating the competition uh just just destroying them she's there's no one in the women's division currently that can you know out wrestle her that can out you know submit her she is her background in mma has has set her up to be you know the perfect wrestler you know the perfect sports entertainer the perfect thing in this division, the thing that's going to dominate this division for years to come. No one can stop her. It has honed her to become one of the most dangerous weapons in the WWE. Uh, no one can stop her uh, on her path to continued success. So whether it's three other people, whether it's five other people, whether it's a steel structure, Shayna Baszler is going to be Will here. reign. Shayna Baszler will reign. The queen, the queen of spades will reign. Yes. Boom. There it is. Shayna Baszler, period. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to know. Shayna Baszler. 
So yeah, Shayna Baszler, she's she's hyping up uh, Elimination Chamber uh, down the line. Uh, I can say here now that that match of will be for the title. There will be an Elimination Chamber match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, and Shayna yep. Baszler obviously will be defending her title. So uh, yep. uh, next week we'll find out who the other five participants in that match will be. Mm-hmm. And finally, Mikey, in that main event, uh, we hyped it up a little bit in the earlier segment. It's going to be Drew Gulak and Dash Wilder taking on the team of Velveteen Dream and Keith Lee. Ooh, big matchup here. Big boy match versus kind of small boys. So what are we thinking? What are we thinking here? I'm thinking Dream and Keith Lee. I think, you know, I think that makes the most sense. You know, I talked about how I, I think Dream, Keith Lee, maybe the both of them combined. It could be some sort of intermediate, you know, title reign picture thing for Brian mm-hmm. as we're getting into Elimination Chamber. Because mm-hmm. I guess the first question is we don't necessarily know entirely what we're going to do with Elimination Chamber. Like, are we going to do, um, like, a Daniel Bryan title match like we're doing at Baszler, are we going to do a number one contendership, you know? And then, you know, the winner of the Elimination Chamber faces Bryan for the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, right. We have Rey Mysterio with that Royal Rumble win who could, who could also challenge uh, – that's what I meant. Oh, yeah, Rey I Mysterio we... with that Royal Rumble win who can challenge Daniel Bryan at any time if he, if he chooses. Is that something we're interested in at all? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I guess what, we gotta. Consider. What else? What else? What else would Rey Mysterio do? Go, go, I guess, challenge the Universal, maybe. Yeah, but he's on our brand. No, he's not. He's on Raw. Do you know what's happening on our show? No. Why would I? <laughs> no, Rey Mysterio is on. What Raw. do I look like? What do I look like? Someone who, who knows what's going on. Someone that's been booking. <laughs> what do you look like, Mikey? What you look like is a, an average WWE writer that has no <laughs> idea what's happening on the show. Exactly. I'm just playing the. I'm just playing the part of the real world. <laughs> So if anything, I need to be the one that shuts up. Listen, I'm just saying it's an option. So yeah, is that an option we want to consider at all? Rams here versus Dan Bryan. I mean, it's it's a possibility that we might not go with, but I think that we should have Daniel Bryan's character definitely keep in mind. Mm-hmm. That's true. He should, he needs he has has to have all be prepared. I should say he has to be prepared for all options. Yeah, it might Whether... not be like our best option, but like it is an option that could happen plus now thinking about it if we do a number one contenders elimination chamber then we can do daniel bryan versus someone for the wwe title that's true which that could be interesting um but yeah okay i i might so focusing back on this tag match velveteen gene keith lee i think they're my pick for the victory uh i don't know about you what do you feel uh yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. It can definitely. I think I think it leads to more uh more angles than the pure winning. So, mm-hmm. I also slightly like the idea that the team of Dash Wilder and Drew Gulak can't win. Can't they can't seem to just like get it together? Yeah, like you know what I mean? and, like, like like the revival can like they just can't seem to click. Yeah, I I, I there's something about like Drew Gulak not being like the best guy. In terms of like you like he like I like the idea that Drew Gulak is a cog in the wheel, but he doesn't like. Fit well, to be perfectly. fair, he it, to be fair, technically, like in terms of main roster status, he is the greenest. He is the greenest. He is the newest. He is also the newest member of the pure. He 
I like to imagine, like, may have been joined the pure because he had that opportunity. Well, no, now I take that back because the pure helped him win an opportunity. Hmm, interesting. There's something, there's something, yeah, I just like the idea that Drew Gulak and the pure is a cog, but like, a, a, he's a little, he needs some, like, there's something, it's just not clicking perfectly. And like, you yeah. know, you know, they lost the tag team titles, they lost this match. Something about Drew Gulak that I just like. There's a little like something about him. And I don't know what it is, but I like to explore it. Okay, so Velveteen Dream, Keith Lee get the victory. Who's pinning whom? Uh I think that's I, the bigger question. Is Dream getting the win or is Keith Lee getting the win? I don't know. I think I like part of me likes Keith Lee getting the win here. Really? Why is that? I think we haven't really been using him as much as we should, and I think that uh, a big push getting a win over the pier could help him. Because, like, Velveteen Dream, we've had oh for a while. We've already established that he is a competitor. Keith Lee is fairly new to our roster, mm-hmm. compared to, like, at least comparatively. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it will help. it'll help him more then it'll help dream you know that's fair that's fair you know if we want to especially you know i don't know what we're doing if this title match elimination chamber or what the hell we're doing with it but if we want to make keith lee look like more of a contender him getting the win would probably do that to a certain extent yeah which i i like um so i i i think who's 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 pinning whom so if we're saying keith lee who are you pinning gulak or wilder hmm because there's something about Keith Lee pinning Gulak that I really like. Because mm-hmm. it also means that Dream didn't pin Gulak. Which is kind of funny. Yeah, like, you know, that's the whole opportunity angle, like, coming up again. That, like, Dream did not pin Gulak. It's not that he didn't. I mean, it's a tag team match. So it's not like he had the opportunity or something. But, you know, Keith Lee did it. Keith Lee's doing it in the pinfall. If Keith Lee was in that match, maybe he would have won it. Yeah. So is that what we want to do? Keith Lee pins Drew Gulak? Yeah, for sure. Sounds good to me. Keith pins Drewy Gooks. Okay. So that's it. That's done. That is our card, our mile marker one card uh, on our road to WrestleMania. Right, oh, Mikey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But first, we got a little something to do here, Ryan. I always forget, honestly, and it I, it may seem like a bit. Ryan, no, don't 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 tell it. You forgot about it. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. <laughs> the randomizer hates it when I forget about it. <laughs> what have I done? Oh god, don't it, let it, it know. I want everyone to know that this don't isn't let it a smell bit. You, don't let it smell your fear. I want everyone to know that this isn't a bit. I genuinely forget all the time. Whereas, like, Mikey forgets, I guess, that what's happening in our universe. I just forget the randomizer. Maybe... Sometimes, some, sometimes our our old universe, our old cards and our new cards just kind of combine in my head. Like, we used to have Rey Mysterio. That's true. We did. We did used to have Rey Mysterio. We had him um, up until the second draft again. Yeah. Uh, superstar shake-up draft sort of thing. So yeah, we had him for a while, so he kind of just got ingrained in my brain as ours, and then I forgot that we lost him. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Also, dude, plus uh, WrestleMania around the corner, that means another shake-up. Oh, yeah. Another shake-up, baby. I love shake-ups. I think they're so much fun. 
They are a lot of fun. I love that episode because I love getting like, new. I love getting new people to work with. I love getting new people and losing people because there's mm. some people that I'm like, there's some people I'm already thinking about like oh, I'm okay with losing that guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, whose turn is it to roll the randomizer? I think it's mine. Well, yeah. Who rolled it? Who think... rolled it before the Royal Rumble? Because we both rolled it at Royal Rumble. I have no idea. <laughs> I have I have no memory of any such incidents. Um, Was it you? Me? Just did I it. did I injure? Okay, fine. Did you injure Mustafa Ali? Maybe. Maybe I did. I honestly don't remember. But I see you go for it. If you don't know, folks, Randomizer, that's the thing that, you know, we talk about our show being the most realistic fantasy booking podcast. We, you know, we only spat the realism because that Randomizer helps us stay so, you know, gives us injuries like Kofi Kingston, like Scott Dawson, like a bunch of other people. Uh, You know, maybe like there's a timing issue where like we have to cut a match or add a match. You know, those sort of things that like, you know, can't really be replicated in GM mode, universe mode. Um, those are the things we want to add and make it show even more realistic. So we do that every week. Uh, and you know, just also just to keep it lively, keep it mixed up. You know, always something new happens. So, Mikey, you roll the randomizer. What's happened? I have my answer, and it is a match interference. A wrestler must interfere in a match. Okay. Okay. Should we then just move Drew McIntyre's interference to during the match? Or do we want to think about, like, a whole nother interference somewhere? So my thought was either move Drew McIntyre's attack to the match or hit this One Nation Mustafa Ali angle a little early. I feel like if we did that, we should swap Roman Reigns in One Nation's matches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like One Nation's, like we're saying, they're the heels, and then like they could do the Mustafa Ali thing. I think I want to. I think I want to build that up a little more, though. So I think let's just move Drew McIntyre's. I agree. Okay. Um, I think I agree. I'm trying. I'm looking through the roster and being like, yeah. For me, I want that people? to be a little more of a slow burn. Is there anybody else? I mean, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles can interfere, but like that feels weird. Maybe. Let's just say uh, Drew McIntyre attacks. Roman Reigns during the match. Okay. Sure. During the match, Drew McIntyre attacks Roman Reigns. Oh, no. Wait, that doesn't work. Hold on. Drew McIntyre attacks Roman Reigns. That means there's a DQ, which means Mustafa Ali gets the victory. Uh, Maybe the ref doesn't see it. Okay, the the ref... During the match, the ref gets knocked out. Drew McIntyre attacks... Hits Roman Reigns with a claim. Uh... Seems weird that Roman Reigns still wins this match, though. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I'm trying to look at the uh, the roster just being like, does anyone really work? I mean... Would Shayna attack Ember Moon? Probably not. Maybe. Maybe. But I also don't necessarily want to have them interact yet. You know? Like, I mm-hmm. want to hype that up. Oh, God. May- this is harder than I thought. <laughs> yeah, the, the, honestly, the, the, I, whenever it comes to these things, it's always like a puzzle, right? Like, it's just yeah. like, okay, how does this fit entirely? Are there any tag? What about, what about a, a tag team attacking one nation during the match is that 
because that's sort of a heel move, I guess. And also, I don't mm. know who that would be. Yeah. Is anyone attacking Dream and Keith Lee? Probably not. Is anyone attacking Daniel Bryan? I think our, I think our best bet is McIntyre still, and I think he maybe just attacks both of them. Like McIntyre just clears the ring and he just happens to hit Mustafa first, so Roman wins. What about during the during the match? McIntyre pulls the referee out of the ring and throws him into the barricade. Oh, interesting. So the ref isn't knocked out, but McIntyre knocks out. The ref doesn't get knocked out during the match and McIntyre interferes. The ref gets knocked out by McIntyre and then McIntyre attacks. Okay, Roman Reigns is going for a pin on Mustafa near the ropes. The ref's feet are like underneath the ropes counting the pin and Drew McIntyre pulls the ref out and takes out the ref and then maybe takes out both guys in the ring and leaves. And then the match continues when the ref wakes back up. Yeah, something like that. I think that I think something like that will work. Okay. Like Drew McIntyre stops the match from ending, destroys both competitors, leaves, and then they get up and they keep having a match and Roman Reigns still ends up winning. Yeah. Pulls the referee to rainfall. Sure. I think I think I like that for it. I think I actually like that too because it adds a little bit of an angle for the for one nation to kind of squeak their way in. I, I think I don't think yeah well hold on real quickly I don't think I think McIntyre should just fight Roman Reigns. Okay. Because because think about it I, I, you know going with the one nation angle as well. Well Ma- I think him attack I think I think McIntyre attacking Mustafa ha- gives one nation a little bit of a door to open because it's like it's like you didn't like one nation would be like you didn't deserve that beat down you were, you were like like you didn't like you didn't deserve that you were just. In you were just in the way, like he just swatted you away like a fly. Like my angle of it is that Drew McIntyre attacks Roman Reigns, then you know, despite not getting attacked, Mustafa still can't pick out the victory, and then One Nation can tap into that. I don't know. I think that kind of buries Mustafa a lot. I think that hurts Mustafa way more. Maybe that's fair. Okay, then you can. I think I think I like I think I like Mustafa being like a civilian casualty at all this almost, you know. Yeah, his his like, primary like target wrong, wrong time. Yeah, his primary targets Roman Reigns, but then like Mustafa tries to stop McIntyre, but that just gets thrown out. Yeah, and McIntyre's like, ah, go away! I don't I don't want to deal with you right now. Yeah, you know? exactly. Okay, I like that. Yeah, during the match, Drew McIntyre pulls the ref during a pinfall. You know, pulls the ref out of the ring. Attacks Roman Reigns. Uh, Mustafa Ali tries to break it up, but McIntyre just swats him away, essentially. Uh, and then leaves, but somehow still the match continues. Roman Reigns is able to pay off the victory. Mm-hmm. So, good on Roman, I guess? Interesting. I'm interested. Uh, I'm interested to see where this all goes, um, especially moving forward, Mikey. Yeah, for sure. Especially with the whole One Nation. I really like the One Nation angle. I like the One Nation being <laughs> kind of dark, ordery, but also not. They're not spooky. Yeah. They're just like two guys, Akira Tozawa and Apollo Crews, that are like, you know, feel like rejected by WB management. And they're just like, we're taking our own. We're doing our own style, doing our own ways. Mm-hmm. You know, and if, if you feel like management's giving you bad opportunities or not giving you any opportunities, maybe you should join us. Yeah, exactly. They're anti we'll anti corporation, anti establishmentarian, anti 
money. No, not anti money. I don't think anyone's anti money. No one's anti money. <laughs> Speaking of anti money, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of anti-money, this podcast is brought to you by... <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. Uh, God, I wish. MeUndies, uh, Squarespace, Casper. Uh, hey, hey, don't, don't, don't dunk on sponsors. Potential sponsors. I just started rattling off the, de- the default uh, podcast sponsors. Thank you to MailChimp. Uh, remember MailChimp? Stamps.com. Yeah classics these classic sponsors uh but yeah thank you everybody for I, I think that's it mikey right i think we're done right yeah that that wraps up the card we hit our randomizer we got everything we got through everything uh cards all booked we got all of our winners yeah i think we're all we're all wrapped up here well then cool awesome thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode mile marker one of hit the books uh i honestly really like the show really solid card i think i'm really excited about what we have going up uh moving forward I think Elimination Chamber is already sizing up to be a pretty nice card. Um, it's going to be a very small card. We're having talking like maybe, you know, six to seven matches, maybe. Yeah. Um, very small card. And then after that, WrestleMania, baby. WrestleMania, baby. Back on the road to WrestleMania. We're going fast. We're hitting the gas. Whoa, where did, El- where did Elias come onto the program? <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. If you like what you heard, please consider leaving a review on our iTunes page. Five stars or more. That way more people will be able to find our show. Uh, we are in the Tokyo Dome, so six love. stars would be preferred. Uh, or six and a half. You know, seven. Let's outdo um, uh, Kota Ibushi, uh, Kazuchika Okada. You know, let's, let's get a bigger that. rating than Let's get bigger ratings than all of Wrestle Kingdom combined. <laughs> Of course, yeah, naturally. Like, we're gonna get me... we're gonna get ninety seven stars. <laughs> Are we talking just Wrestle Kingdom night one or night two or com- combination? Combination. All oh my god, we're getting we're getting four hundred and five spicy meatballs. Yes, and we're gonna take all these stars, put them in our offshore account, um, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna bribe we're gonna bribe independent wrestlers with them to make our own promotion. <laughs> Yes, keep going. I like where this is going. And then we're gonna we're gonna bribe them with stars. We're gonna be like, hey, you want to like, hey, look, we got a bunch of stars here. You want some? You want some stars? I do have a legit uh, idea for wrestling promotion that involves ratings. <laughs> like, like uh, I'll I'll talk to you later, Buggy. But maybe that's like a whole other co- conversation for our next episode or something about like my idea for legit wrestling promotion. <laughs> hey, man, we've talked about it a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it's got legs. All it needs is some money and arms. <laughs> uh, but everyone, All it thank needs you everybody. is some money and arms and a torso <laughs> and a head. And <laughs> and like uh, any, everything else. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Subscribe if you are one interested at all in more episodes. Because why wouldn't you be? Because what else we got in here, Mikey? We, of course, um, let's let's open the plug bag for you, Mikey. What do we have also? Why is, why is this subscription worth anything on this network? Why well, is- because... Because not only do you get this awesome show, Hit the Books, you get Mikey's Indy 500, which I will be taking. It is it is my race through the independent scene, and I will be reviewing and I'll be watching and reviewing 500 independent wrestling matches in the year 2020, and I'll be re- doing a review of like nine or ten every week. Um, and I would and the matches are 
either matches I find or matches suggested by you uh, using the hashtag HTB500 or just tweeting at us at HitTheBooksPod. You could suggest any independent wrestling match uh, to me. Um, but I will say, in light of recent actions, I am not reviewing any more Tessa Blanchard matches. Ah, uh, that's fair. <laughs> that's sadly fair. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Mikey, can you give us a, a quick little teaser about what tomorrow's episode of one of the matches for tomorrow's episode do you have do you know what one of those matches will be so one of my matches coming up tomorrow is going to be chris statlander versus joey janela from beyond wrestling oh jesus i yeah uh i watched it i watched it before i started doing the show but i want to watch it again and actually like really get into it this time because it was a good match and I actually I want to give a uh, recorded review of it because it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that, so yeah, I, Chris Statlander versus Joey Janela from Beyond Wrestling is I one of like our matches coming that. up tomorrow. I feel like I've seen that match, but I honestly don't remember. But Jesus, that match, oh boy, those two, independent wrestling Joey Janela was great. He's like such a like Joey Janela is like you forget like how good of like a technical wrestler he is. Mm-hmm. Like it's he sort of has like that Joy Joey Ryan syndrome where like Joey Ryan you're like you're like oh yeah Joey Ryan the penis guy but like Joey Ryan is like a really actually great wrestler. I mean it's the same thing with Orange Cassidy right it's like oh yeah it's that guy who, who doesn't try and then he, he's amazing. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. They're all very similar in that sense. Well thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode. That episode of Mikey's Indy 500 comes out tomorrow. So I would definitely recommend. They're very quick lessons. You know, they're like, you know, pretty much less than 30 minutes. So quick lessons. Uh and you know, of course, we'll also be tweeting out the matches themselves. So if you want to watch it, watch it live, I say definitely go for it. And you can see how Mikey's review does it. And how you can see those tweets, that's at HitTheBooksPod on Twitter. So go follow us there as well so you can see all these things that we're tweeting out. Uh, They're so awesome. So go check them out. Um, Until next time, everybody, subscribe, review, like, comment, tweet, all those things. Uh, Mikey, uh, without further ado, for Mikey, I'm Ryan. Uh, And we got, uh, I guess, Mikey, you know, I'm looking at my documents all here. You know, I'm looking all... Looking at all my documents, and it's just, you know, I, I think all that's left that I have to write down, actually, is these two words for you. Book it. Was that a good bit? It wasn't bad. <laughs> it was. And, and cut. <laughs>